Welcome to Thunder Nerds. I'm Brian Hinton. And I'm Frederick Philip von Weiss. And thank you so much for consuming the Thunder Nerds. A conversation with the people behind the technology that love what we do. And do tech good. Yeah. And we're doing tech good here at DevFest Florida 2019. Brian, where are we at? I think we're in Orlando, Florida at, at somewhere. Where are we? Oviedo, Oviedo Mall. Some, some She's questioning it now. So now I'm questioning her. how we pronounce this thing, so I don't know. I would say OBA. Oh, like okay. that. I think that's about right. We'll go yeah. with that. Yeah. We've been uh, interviewing most to all the speakers here today, and we're with another presenter. We're with uh, Cassie. Uh, man, I said your name wrong. I'm going to say Cass. <laughs> would you introduce yourself, please? <laughs> I'm Cass Swallow. It's very nice to meet you. So uh, you are from Salt Lake City, Utah. So what are you uh, what are you doing here? Uh, so I run our GDG group out in Salt Lake. Oh, that's uh, right. I know yeah. a lot of the organizers. Uh, Hendrix, I've known for a long time. Ava, I've known for a long time. Um, and I've heard good things about Florida, and especially their Dev Fest. It's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, wanted to get uh, more speaking done as a you know, potential career pathway into something like a a DevRel kind of position in the future, and thought oh, this was a good place to at least apply, and then I was excited when they accepted my speech, and so I flew out here for the weekend to Sweet. talk to everybody. Now, is there like a GDG, like, social group or something online somewhere that yeah, we connects have, everyone? Yeah, we have lots of, lots of them, actually, because yeah. every new well, and it Google connects everyone. everyone. Yeah, we have like a Hangout chat and a Slack okay. chat. And well, that's cool. There's like this Meetup Google Plus clone that they're not Hmm. Really finished you with yet? That we don't use, but one day we'll probably use that. That's so interesting. So, what do you do in a, a day to day? What's, what's your uh, what's your actual job? What's your role? Yeah, so I work at a company called Pluralsight, and mm -hmm. I work on their Android team. Sounds familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it sounds very familiar. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, but we have a few developers here in Florida from when uh, Pluralsight and Code School joined forces. That's right. Uh, yeah. So we're uh, big fans of the Orlando community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I just work on the Android app and hopefully help developers uh, learn to do new things. So what, is that, what does that look like on your day-to-day? -day? That sounds very interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, right now we're kind of in a, I don't want to say lazy, but we're, we're kind of switching gears. Uh, you know, we've, got, we've had all of our product people that used to be on our team have since graduated to roles, and so our designer is now advocating for the entire company instead of just for our team and our product person is teaching all the product people how to be excellent at uh, you know, talking to users, finding customer problems, and translating that into easily achievable technical work. And so we had a really great uh, momentum of just learning what our customers needed and then turning that into features in our apps. Um, then the summer came and they both got promoted. And so now we're kind of discovering on ourselves, like we've spent a little while just fixing technical bugs. Uh, Improving our performance and you know trying to make the, the apps that we build really solid and hiring new people and that's, that's kind of where we're at now. So you develop are you developing Kotlin, Flutter? What are you what are you all doing? Yes. Yeah. So we're our Android team is, is all Kotlin now. Uh, we've been doing Kotlin for about a year. Uh, we really like it. Uh, personally, I'm pretty impressed by Flutter. Uh, yeah. Mostly impressed by the new. community. Yeah. Like, it just seems like it's it's not going away, um, which we all kind of expected it to. You know, another cross-platform <laughs> mobile solution. We expected, okay, here, it'll be gone tomorrow. But yeah, no, that's, uh, we've done like some hack day projects on, on Flutter and I, I like the technology a lot, but day-to-day -day is just 
uh, Kotlin and Android and, and trying to follow Google's moving target of, of what's best in Android. Change that along. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of it is it's exciting, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that's yeah. why I stay with mobile. It's, it's, it's fun to have that, uh, that best practice that keeps Hopefully, pushing you. Yeah, keeps yeah. pushing you. Yeah. Keeps making it better for the, the users of the platform as well. And and, and that's why it changes. It's it's it, you, yes, you have to keep up with with what what is happening, but it's it's for a reason. There's mm -hmm. there's an evolution. Right. Yeah. yeah. So what you talk about today? Uh, so today I talked about pair programming, which is something that uh, I had never really done before. Mm. And then when I joined Pluralsight, it's a long-standing tradition of. Your pair programming. There's a lot of teams that mob program. So you've got you know three or four or five developers, team members, you know, working on a single problem on two TV screens. Um, and so I, I think just my mindset has been changed by that so much over the past couple of years that I wanted to let other people know about it. And I was expecting a lot of people to have concerns and problems, um, you know, maybe even some myths, I guess, around it that I, I hope I can clear those up. And I was uh, today I was really impressed with all the questions people had. Um, Oh, such as? Oh, I should have brought the list. Um, <laughs> a lot of them wanted tips, uh, like, like how do you, you know, I think, like, the, from the questioner's perspective, you know, I am interested in pair programming. How do I convince my teammate or my company uh, to, you know, have two devs working on the same thing at the same time? Um, mm. So one of the things that I, I tried to really hopefully make the case of is that uh, the, the benefits of pair programming just so much outweigh the costs. Uh, you know, studies have found that pair programming increases code quality. It uh, makes an easier, more maintainable design. It will actually lead to improved job satisfaction, improved personal communication, all those kinds mm -hmm. of things. And that the cost isn't actually like 100% because you have two people. It's really only 15%, uh, which is great. And you're also building the feature in less time than it would take if a single person was doing it alone. Yeah, so, less likely to have problems too, because right. it's more than one person. Right, exactly. And, and because there's less problems from the beginning, you know, there's less support tickets cre getting created, less time getting it sent back from QA to, to dev or whatever. To and just okay, I understand. It's all, yeah. you know, what going is, the right way. What are some best practices for people? Some best practices? Uh, so I was surprised at how many people hadn't heard of just setting a timer. Um, I think that typically when you pair a program, if you're not doing it very structured, you get into the mode where the you know the senior developer is going to just start hacking away, and the junior developer is going to kind of phase out and oh I'll just check Slack really quick and mm -hmm. you know then you yeah. just it's not really pair programming at that point. Yeah. And so having a timer set just forces that that switching function to happen. Um, so that's the first thing that people aren't doing, but they want to pair program. You know, set a timer for 10, 15 minutes, and then you, you pass the keyboard or you take your hands off the keyboard when that timer dings, and then um, you get to practice the other side of it. And, you know, try walking your pair through the, the problem that you're trying to solve. That's, that's probably the first and, and biggest difference you can make if you tried pairing but it hasn't been successful. How do you explain to people um, that haven't really grasped this concept uh, the value? Like, what's the first thing that you uh, tell them? Like, um, I, I think the first thing that I say is, it's just that I personally have seen better code, just just constant better code. Um, you know, the places that I've worked with, you know, we wrote Android apps there too, and had a fun team, you know, along well, but most of our time was fixing bugs, or mm -hmm. we were ignoring bugs to add new features, but we knew that our apps weren't that great because there were some bugs in them. 
And so just, uh, I haven't had an experience since joining a, a team that's built the entire application through pair programming. Uh, we do have bugs that come up every now and then. Sure. By and large, it's, yeah. it's pretty smooth sailing. You know, we're, we're making the correct design decisions up front before we write the code because we're, we're talking about it. And again, it's super easy to maintain the code because two people have already read it. And that's the hardest part about code is, you know, it's easy to write the code, but you're going to spend more time reading it. And so if two people can read it and understand it, um, it's easier that way. And then when other people come along the lines later, uh, it's going to be easier for them to read it too. Yeah, exactly. Are there any the negatives at all to pair programming? Uh, I think I think the negatives, I mean, you have to understand that there is an upfront cost. I mean, you, yeah. you are paying you know, two people. Um, but again, the actual cost is more of like 15% instead of the whole 100%. Uh, I also think that there's uh, a mindset that needs to shift uh, to try and focus on benefiting the user and not so much just focusing on you know, why am I doing it this way or like creating like interpersonal disagreements. Uh, so you've got to mm. kind of give yourself some time and trust to build that skill and not yeah. expect to be like a great pair programmer just the day that you try it. Yeah, and you have that relationship with the person you're pair right. You need to have that connection that work that you can yeah. work like that. Yeah, yeah. and that, that becomes very important. You know, you, you really have to have a very strict, you know, no jerks policy on the team. No jerks. Because it really stands out and you know, if someone isn't following that rule, uh, yeah. it just ruins the whole team and, and ruins the code actually. So how long have you been developing this talk? Is this something that's you know, been working for a while on. Uh, did you tweak it this morning? Like, uh, like to know a little bit behind the scenes of yeah. what it was like building it. So I've been working on it for a couple months. Um, I think I was accepted as a speaker. I don't remember the day, but I feel like it's been at least a couple months. Um, so I kind of fleshed out the outline of what I wanted to talk about. And just since then, I've just kind of narrowed it down. Um, you know, instead of diving into like all the different styles, like, yeah. oh, this is, this is how you do Llewellyn strong style programming. This is how you do, uh, I can't even think of another style, but they're, you know, this is how you do ping pong pairing. Um, I didn't really focus too much on that. Um, I feel like there's plenty of blog articles people can use. So I wanted to just focus on my experience and then yeah, kind of that Q and A yeah. part of what are the best practices? How do I get better at this? How do I, you know, benefit from this when everything I've heard, everything I think about it is, you know, confusing, stressful, all that stuff. Um, I don't know that I, I think I made one change, <laughs> one change this morning. <laughs> I, I like that. But there was, yeah, there was one yeah. bullet point that just like was really confusing in my head. Um, but I, I thought of like after sleeping on it, I think maybe I actually heard somebody today say like the phrase that I wanted to use. I was like, <laughs> oh, and then I put it on my laptop in the middle of the session and then fixed it. That's funny. <laughs> that's <though>. great. <laughs> I love Serendipity. That. Yeah, it, it worked out well. And that's, yeah, so it's important to like, go to the sessions even when you're speaking. It's, yeah. it's kind of easy to bug off. Did you, have you pulled anything interesting from, from any of the uh, sessions? Anything that you're like, you know what, that's, that's a great tip. Yeah, uh, I mean, I was kind of, not expecting to learn a lot from like the Android sessions. Not that I'm a super Android programmer, but I feel like my team is very on top of things, and so we've got a pretty up-to-date app. Uh, but I went to the What's New in Android 10, and I felt like he had four or five main points that he covered. And I was like, every single one of those, we need to do something. Like I was pulling out our production app. I'm like, oh, oh you're cool. right. That that padding's off. Like that's you guys cool. changed the system, and now we've got to you know fill that in. And I didn't know that before. So uh, yeah, that that talk was really good, and it, you know, he's got some good. Uh, tips on how, on how to do that. You have the code right there, so I need to go find that speech and 
Wow, that's so cool. Yeah. And what's good. your experience been like at, at this Dev Fest? Have you enjoyed uh, everything and, and just in general like yeah. as a speaker? Yeah, no, uh, it's, been, it's been really well done. And I think, you know, I'm coming from the, the perspective of having organized conferences and even, you know, yeah. specifically Dev Fests. You know, I know a lot of the work that goes into this. I know where, you know, they're going above and beyond versus just what's, you know, phoning it in. And yeah, I'm really blown away. It's, uh, I've talked to a lot of people about like the, the space and the Neo or studios. And I've talked to them about just how fortunate it was. Like they're so excited to have a conference here. It looks great for the mall. Uh, you know, the NetFest organizers just have a partnership with the facilities basically. And that's rare. Uh, yeah. It's hard to get something where everyone's on the same team instead of, oh, you guys are here on a Saturday. I don't want to be here. My <laughs> boss made me because yeah. we like, have a couple of jobs open that yeah. somebody has to yeah. promote. So I'm just having everybody on the same team all looking for the same goal. It's, it's a really powerful experience, and I, I'm hoping to, to find some way to replicate this back home, but um, it's, it's pretty unique out here. So this is the first time I've done a conference at a mall. Oh, yeah, I've like never even yeah. heard of I never even thought about it, but it makes so much sense yeah. to me now. You yeah. know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I, I like it. The only thing, I, the only thing, the only uh, complaint I have is distance between the two venues. Mm -hmm. and, and that's more from our perspective because we're trying to Wrangle find you all. Yeah, we're um, trying to find yeah. people. And, but uh, on the whole, I think it's pretty amazing, like just the fact that, you know, the food court, uh, yeah. the, yeah, there's food uh, provided, which is amazing, but maybe I want something else. And there's tons of options here. And, yeah, from an uh, attendee yeah, perspective. Yeah, attendee. Yeah. Oh, I want to take a break. I'll go into Barnes and Noble. Um, I imagine that they're getting traffic too. And that's great. I like it a lot. Also, just people yeah. coming in off the street and like, oh, what's yeah, that? true. Yeah, yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. learning about the tech community here. You're not going to yeah. get that at a hotel where you're all no, in like the no. swan room. <laughs> yeah, the swan room. Yeah. It it's, always is something it like is. that. So it's like, yeah, it's always some weird, boring room with really bad decor. Yeah, that's a great point because yeah. every time that we walk back and forth, I've seen a group of people looking in, going, yeah, "What's that?" that? And, and you and you might get somebody that's, you know, I am interested in that. Tell yeah. me more. What what's what's going on here? What is this about? So yeah, yeah, that's so neat. Well, yeah, when I was speaking on the other side of this wall, like I would see like crowds of people come in and slow down and kind of like <laughs> come in a little bit and kind of listen, what's going on? And yeah, look around, like look for some information, and I, I see some organizers go talking for a minute. And like, yeah. oh, okay, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Keep going. So I think it's. You know, I think as a when we're a resident here, it'd be really exciting to see you know new you know tech jobs and, and skills and programmers being in the area yeah. and, and working you know, working hard on a Saturday. That'd be encouraging, and the kids maybe see it and exactly. It. Yeah. yeah. And we spoke to attendee earlier, uh, Helene. Is that right? Helene. Helene, and she came to a, I think it was last year's, and she went to a UX boot camp because oh, nice. she got inspired by coming to the yeah. event. Wow, that's awesome. So, yeah, yeah it's pretty incredible. It's, uh, it's great that we have, you know, events like this. So what's it like uh, running yours up there? Like, what, that, what was that experience like? Uh, yeah, so our, our Dev Fest was a couple months ago. Um, yeah. Google tried to encourage us to have it during September uh, by offering more money. Um, and so we're like, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but now after seeing how well this one's been done, I wish we would have waited and, and taken our time to get some of these things. You know, it's a learning done process. Better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, we had we had a lot of good speakers, uh, but unfortunately, some of them were only confirmed, you know, two weeks before the event or even the week of, because we had a, a couple people drop out. Yeah. Like some really well-known names that live in Utah, you know, we didn't have any time to advertise their names. And so if we had known, you know, if we'd still confirmed them, you know, the third or second week in September, but then it wasn't until November that people were going to be showing up. 
I think a lot more people would have been able to turn out uh, mm. to hear from, uh, you know, Ken C. Dodds and Aaron Frost and, and the well-known names that live sure, in yeah. the backyard. So. Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. Lessons learned. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Well, how how can people learn more about uh, first off your 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 version of the Dev Fest up there, uh, up there over there? Uh, yeah. Up and over. Up and over. Up out and there. Up. Yeah. What's yeah. the URL yeah. for that? Uh, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> <Thanks>. We <laughs> we had a uh, a, a, a Bitly link. And I, I memorized this search for, for three months. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes here. Yeah. yeah, and how can people find out more about you? You have a website, Twitter? Uh, I don't have a website. I'm at CantoCast on Twitter, and that's like, the only social media that I have. Uh, I do have a LinkedIn. Okay. That's true. Yeah, LinkedIn. But I'm not going to have the one word handle to get to LinkedIn. Excellent. Okay. That's yeah. me. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. It was great talking. Yeah. Thanks thank everybody for watching. We'll have yeah. a lot more coming up. Take care. for consuming the thunder nerds we honestly and sincerely appreciate you watching and or listening to the show please subscribe on youtube and itunes write us a review kick a few stars our way and above all else please remember to send your favorite book suggestions to brian hinton i, I like romance novels they have happy endings I should have known the Territor didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about?